Well, what a Thanksgiving it has been for Eagles fans. The Eagles dominating the Dallas Cowboys 33-10 on Thanksgiving, taking hold of first place in the NFC East at 9-3 through 12 games. I'm Bo Wolf. That's Ike Reese. This is the postgame show presented by Rico. And all week long, all we heard about was the Cowboys running game. DeMarco Murray, how good was he, the leading rusher in the NFL? Well, LaShawn McCoy had a little something to say about that. This Eagles running game back to 2013 prime form. Shady McCoy, 25 carries for 159 yards and a touchdown. The Eagles outrushed the Cowboys 256 to 93. And really, this game was not even as close as that score. Ike, what a performance by this Eagles team. Yeah, Bo, I mean, I, I was very impressed with today's effort from the Eagles. I think it's the Chip's young tenure here on the road against a team that's 8-3, fighting for the top of the division uh, on a short week, and to come out in a dominant fashion in which they did in all three phases, Cody Parkey kicking the ball, offense setting the tempo early in the game with the running game, Sanchez on point with all of his passes, and then a dominant performance defense versus the run and the pass today. Just really a tremendous effort from, a, uh, from the full team. With all eyes of America watching, the Eagles prove today that certainly, for now at least, they are the cream of the crop in the NFC East. Mark Sanchez, very solid, 20 of 29 for 217 and a touchdown. He had over 200 yards passing at halftime, so that tells you how out of control this game was. He only threw for 15 yards in the second half. Eagles completely dominated this game from start to finish. And how about the performance of the Eagles defensive line? They talked all week that they thought they were the better unit versus the Cowboys' vaunted offensive line. Well, Fletcher Cox and company certainly proved that today. What a performance from him and the rest of his defensive line mates. Yeah, they talked to talk and they walked it this afternoon. They started this week off with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder about all the acc accolades and the praises that were being thrown towards the Dallas Cowboys and that offensive line and their running game, and they took it upon themselves. They took, out, they took on the challenge head on and came in and dominated this game. DeMarco Murray, I believe, had his season low. Uh, when you look at his rushing yards, you look at the, uh, the pass defense, uh, there were interceptions there. You look at the pass rush up front, sacks from uh, Fletcher Cox, uh, linebackers. I mean, Fletcher Cox really solidified his spot in the Pro Bowl today with today's performance. And we talked about Zach Martin and how great of a job he had been doing uh, his rookie campaign, and rightfully so. But Fletcher Cox let him know that this was a big boy game today. And welcome to the NFL for the rookie. Um, and and I, I just like the fact that Tony Romo, he never seemed comfortable in the pocket today when they wanted to throw the ball. When they wanted to run the ball, third and two situations, uh, Dallas has been the bully on the block all year long running the football. They couldn't bully the Eagles today. Great job from this front seven uh, defending the run. So we are very grateful that you have chosen to spend your Thanksgiving with us here on the Post Game Show presented by Rico. As a thanks to you, here's what we've got coming your way. First of all, you too can be part of the show by tweeting with hashtag FlyEaglesFly. You'll get your... Uh, tweet there on the bottom, but more importantly, we've got Chip Kelly's live press conference coming to you from Arlington in just a few minutes. After that, we'll have live press conference coverage of probably LaShawn McCoy and Mark Sanchez as well. We'll be taking your phone calls later in the show. Greg Cosell from NFL Films is going to break down some of the key plays in this game, and he'll join us later to talk about what's next for this Eagles team as they move to the final quarter of the season at 9-3. and But Ike, you talked a bit, uh, about it before, but Tony Romo, never comfortable in this game. Uh, you know, there were a couple times where he sort of took him took sacks upon himself in the face of pressure from the Seagulls defense. Really, from start to finish, except for a couple frustrating red zone possessions at the end of the first half, 
this was as as beautifully perfect a game as you could have dri driven uh, drawn up as, as an Eagles fan. Yeah, it really was, bro. And I mean, you look at Tony Romo, he really played, played very good football uh, up to this point in the season, doing a great job of taking care of the ball, no critical turnovers, just six interceptions on the season versus 22 touchdowns versus 22 touchdowns, and I like the way the Eagles really got him out of his comfort zone. Uh, had him under duress, he, he hurried some throws, he overthrew the ball when guys were clearly open, took a sack when he didn't need to take sacks. Uh, there were running lanes available for him. He didn't seem to take advantage of those. Just didn't really seem like he was on his game, and a lot of it was due to the pressure and the duress that he was under from this Eagles front. I mean, Bill Davis, again, Short week, nice game plan against this offensive line, in particular what the Cowboys like to do uh, in the passing game. It just wasn't there available for them. So Eagles jumped out to a 14-0 lead in this game, second week in a row that they have scored on their first possession. Last week, of course, it was the Josh Huff kickoff return. This week, a beautiful drive, 80 yards down the field, capped by a two-yard keeper from Mark Sanchez. They would then add it to 14 on a nice rolling left pass from Sanchez to uh, Jordan Matthews rather for 27 yards and and really from then on this game was sort of out of hand for the Cowboys they, they did pull it within 14-7 but after that it was all Eagles yeah I think the Eagles really took the Cowboys will on offense with the way that they were running the ball the up-tempo uh, speed of the offense seemed to have the Cowboys defense on their heels they couldn't catch their breath and every time the Eagles needed to pick up a, a big first down it seemed like they were able to pick it up whether it was via the pass or the run it was just so nice to see uh, the defending Russian champion looked like he looked last year for the most part today um, against this Dallas Cowboy defense. Really, uh, really just as, as good as it gets. Uh, as, you know, special teams not really a big factor in this game, obviously, but uh, the Eagles offense with Andrew Gardner at right guard for the second week in a row, they got something going. It seems like maybe they've finally found that uh, that combination of guys and with LaShawn McCoy that we've been waiting to see. The last two weeks have been the two best rushing performances of the season for the Eagles. Maybe they really are starting to find something. Yeah, I, I thought I thought Chip stuck with the running game. It seems as if they came in with the idea that they can run the ball against this Cowboy front seven. They started off in that first drive. Shady had the big run, and they stuck with it. You mentioned Mark. He was able to get a lot of passing yards in that first half. They didn't really need to throw the ball in the second half. It was still a game, but Chip still stuck with the run game. He saw that they were very effective with it. Shady seemed to be decisive hitting the holes, and when he got to the second level, he was making guys miss like we become accustomed to watching him do. And uh, so they stuck with it. They controlled the game from that aspect of it. I mean, they controlled the tempo. Uh, they sped up when they needed to. They slowed it down in the fourth quarter to sort of run the clock down and eat up a little bit of the clock. We know they're not really used to doing that, but I think it was in the second half just a perfectly called game from uh, Chip Kelly and Pat Shermer. I'll tell you what else I liked was the chippiness at the end of the game between these two teams on the really dirty hit from uh, Dwayne Harris on, on Nolan Carroll, but that only tells you that, that the Eagles are certainly not going to be overlooking the Cowboys once again when they come back in two weeks. They are they're very much going to be looking forward to getting back out there and, and proving that tonight was no fluke. Yeah, I know that hit was vicious, Bo, and I know the Cowboys eventually were flagged for it. I thought it was a bad flag. I had a former teammate, Brian Mitchell. He used to make plays like that on uh, kickoff, I mean, punt cover guys. Okay. As long as he doesn't go, as long as he doesn't give the fair catch signal, he's allowed to block and prevent that gunner from down the ball inside the five yard and I thought the referees made a mistake by calling that flag, but it was right, a mistake so, so in, your in our favor. special teams loyalties are stronger than your Eagles loyalties. That's <laughs> well, I just wanted to really clear up the rule in, okay, case, okay. in case one of our guys happened to do that at some point this season. All right, so uh, we are hoping to bring you a Chip Kelly soon here. 
from uh, from Arlington. But uh, there's really not much to hear from Chip Kelly. Michael Kendricks left the game um, and returned with a with a calf injury or a thigh injury. I forget exactly what it was, but he returned, so he's Quad. all good. Quad, one of those things. One, one of those, those lower four, body one of those injuries, four-letter yeah. words. Uh, and uh, uh, Trey Burton left the game, but. No, nothing big, and certainly Chip's not going to tell us anything much about injuries after the game anyway, as you have learned in his season-plus as head coach of the Eagles. So that's just setting the scene there, but we will bring that to you shortly. I'm, I want to hear from LaShawn McCoy, who, congratulations, he won the uh, the Galloping Gobbler, the Fox Award for the, the uh, performance. Galloping Gobbler. Uh, I, shouldn't even, I shouldn't even give it their own word, but well, whatever the word is. But, <laughs> I guess that's what it's called. Uh, I, I just want to hear it because he's been saying, he's been preaching all season long, it's coming, it's coming, uh, and you know that he always sort of bristles at, at the disrespect to uh, at least perceived to him, so he'll be very happy. He'll be in a good mood for this game. Yeah, no doubt about it, and it really has been coming. You look at the last six weeks, really, since Evan Mathis returned to the lineup. He didn't. He, he wasn't having the big days that we've seen the last two games, but getting 80, 90 yards, uh, those are nice uh, above-average days in the NFL today for running backs. You just don't get many running backs going over 100 yards every week, but because we were so spoiled with what he did for us last year, we sort of expect that every game. But the running game has been coming along slowly but surely over the last month and a half, and when you play, when you play against an average run-stopping defense like they have the last two weeks, not even an average, below average run-stopping defense as they faced in the Titans and the Cowboys, Shady's going to get his big days. He's going to get his big days. So we talked about really the only thing that was negative at all from this game was those red zone trips at the end of the first half. Eagles finished the first half just two of five in the red zone. Are you worried that this is still continuing late in the season, especially against the Cowboys defense that coming in was 31st in the league in red zone defense? If this was a team that had trouble scoring from anywhere on the field, Bo, I would be worried because I would say, you know what, they're they're, uh, missing out on opportunities in the red zone where you have to score touchdowns. But because they can score points in bunches and from just about anywhere on the field, it seems, I'm not overly concerned. Of course, when you play against the better teams, like you're going to have Seattle come up here next, and if they, they don't play well in that game where you happen to lose a game, the red zone stops become magnified. But when you score, as they had the last two games, and they, they could have easily scored 40-plus, 50 points today had sure. they converted those, some of those into touchdowns, same as last week against Tennessee, and their defense is playing the way that they're playing, the red zone mishaps don't seem to be as big. But I tell you what, that's just from the outside looking in. On the inside looking, I guarantee you, Chip Kelly, he, he, he's looking for a way to remedy this uh, red zone issue because when you get down there, you're going to need touchdowns as opposed to field goals when you're playing against some of the other teams. Instead of just firing the ball at, at Riley Cooper when he's uh, – <laughs> get your head around, Riley. What are you doing? Yeah, look for the ball. Unbelievable. But, you know, when you are scoring, you know, 27-yard touchdown passes to Jordan Matthews and uh, – well, you know what? Here we go. Chip Kelly, happy Thanksgiving. Les. Uh, your offensive line, that, uh, I, I don't remember any penalties uh, dominant against in the running game. Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought they were clean. It was the best I played this year. You know, obviously, we've had a lot of different lineups in there um, through the course of the season. And, and uh, you know, two games with this group right now, I thought they did a really good job and, and obviously set the tone for the day for us. Talk about those first two drives when you saw the tempo, the execution, how... I just thought our guys came ready to play. They played with great energy. We were excited about playing. You know, we knew that it was a non-traditional week. Um, we have nothing to do with the schedule. And if you tell us when to play, we're going to go play. I think our guys had a great approach, you know, starting Sunday. You know, there was a lot of guys in the Novacare Sunday night while our coaches were, um, 
you know, starting to implement the game plan. There was a, a lot of guys running around the building doing rehab and, pro, and uh, recovery protocols. So kind of tells you about the mindset of this group. We, we had uh, three really good days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, and they were excited about playing. So, What was the key to the run defense winning this battle so um, I just thought our guys played hard. You know, and we, we knew, especially like I said earlier, a non-traditional week, you got to play with a lot of energy and you got to bring it. Um, and I thought our guys did. That response off turnovers after McCoy's fumble, you held them to a field goal. What value is that? That's huge. You know, and that's what we talk about all the time. Just because you turn it over doesn't mean that you uh, you got to give up points. And, and and I think when our defense can hold them to three instead of seven, it's a little deflating for them. So, you know, I think I thought our defense played really well all day long. Casey, I'm out over here first. I'll come back in. Casey Matthews had that sack on third and two on that. Um, yeah, that was a big, and how he played big play. I thought Casey did a great job. Obviously, didn't have the rotation with Acho. Acho was up, but if it, you know, really, if if we had an injury, we'd have to go to Acho. But we were trying to see if we could save him a little bit because we do have, um, obviously, a big couple more really big games coming up here in December. But uh, I thought Casey played really well. I thought the whole group on defense played really well. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the defense. What impressed you most when you think about I thought those guys did a great job with the game plan. Obviously, you knew you're going up against Demarco Murray with you know leading National Football League in rushing, um, you know, and then they've got weapons like Witten and Des Bryant, obviously, and Tony. So, um, and they're they're playing really really well on the offensive side of the ball. So I thought our defense overall did a really nice job. What allowed McCoy's day, especially him bouncing back after that fumble? Yeah, I think Lashawn's just a resilient guy, you know, and and we always I've said since the beginning he's our guy. I thought he he. Um, you know, he came to play. He's a big-time player and plays big. And, and had a great game down here last year, and obviously had another great game again this this afternoon. When Mark Sanchez, you know, says his play. You know, no mistakes. Yeah, I think he's just getting more comfortable. You know, and I, I, you know, I said it earlier in the week. He he missed an entire year of football. You know, and there's there's no substitution for playing. And then sits for played played well in the preseason, but then sat until the Houston game. So, you know, I think he's just starting to get more comfortable. Starting to, uh, you know, recognize the looks he's getting. Sometimes getting to a second receiver, third receiver, keeping things alive. You know, we got him out of the pocket a few times. Thought he threw the ball in the run real well. Um, obviously, used him a couple of times in some run stuff. You know, so they couldn't gang up on the back. And I thought he did a really nice job in the decision making aspect of things, keeping people honest. So um, I thought Mark played a really clean game today. What allowed him to pick up those yards on the ground? We hadn't seen that a lot in previous weeks. Yeah, they, they were trying to bend the end and, and try to take away the back. And obviously, when you try to outnumber, see, the, the quarterback can be a weapon at, at certain points in times during the game. So, um, you know, we saw some things. I saw some things from the sideline and just knew that if they presented the same look, there's an opportunity for us to pick up some yards. So I thought he did a good job. I don't know if it opened up things because we were doing a really good job. LaShawn and the offensive line was doing a good job for it. But I think when the game got into the second half, and obviously you have a lead, we're running the ball. We ran the ball obviously a lot more in the first in the second half than we did in the first half. So, you know, you're trying to get them from ganging up. And when you have a, the ability for the quarterback to run the ball, when you have shotgun runs, that's one of the reasons you're in shotgun runs because they got to defend the quarterback. And if they don't defend the quarterback, you're going to get some clean yards out of there. So, have you seen this team get better here late in the season? Yeah, I mean, I've seen the team improve as the season's gone along, and. and uh, um, you know, we're, we're besides Nick, we're relatively healthy. You know, and I think we've we've we we had our fair share early, and I think we weathered that storm. And I think our guys um, are improving. You know, I think the, their approach to training on a on a on a daily basis. You know, I think that their daily disciplines they, they thrive on those things, and I think it, it's showing right now. And I think we're um, you know we're just getting better, which is good because we're going to play meaningful football in December. Did you get any sense from your defensive line during the week that they were taking this as an extra challenge, given the fact? Cowboys no. offensive line's getting a lot of. I, I didn't get that sense. You know, I don't. We don't talk about that. We just 
or in meetings we talk about what our game plan is and, and that stuff. We we leave that for the so everybody, everybody else, but we didn't talk about that. And that wasn't that's never been our motto. Hey, if this guy is good, let's go. You know, crank our game up. I I hope we come to play no matter who you're playing. You know, and and, and again, you can't say hey, it's a really good team. Let's get really excited. Well, it's not a really good team, so let's not get excited. And in, in this league, if that's your mentality, you're gonna get beat. You know, because everybody's really good in this league. So um, I think our defensive line has played well all season long. Um, and, and again, they, they, they rose to the occasion again against a really good offensive line, uh, and against a really good back. So. On the second and 20 throw to Macklin, mm-hmm. um, what was the call there? Like maybe they were in too deep. Concept. They were in too deep, and, and Mark made a great read. The corner kind of sat, and we had Sprozy coming out of the backfield, and, and uh, Mark made a great decision, put the ball in the hole, and, and Mac, Mac picked up obviously some yards on, after the catch. So. Fletcher and Carrie Williams, big matchup for them. I thought I thought they both, you know, and I I've thought they our corners have played well, you know, and I, I know Billy feels the same way. The great part is the coaching staff and the players all have the same amount of confidence in them. So um, I thought both those guys came up big against a really really good receiver. Do you, do you think you guys back a lot of seemingly more tonight uh, as as kind of a free safety? Did that help too? No, I mean, it just depends on the play call. Both Nate, Nate had a pick back there. Malcolm can play back there. Both of our safeties are interchangeable. Um, so it's that, that's a great part of it. We don't have a box safety and a high safety. Both of them can go down depending on what, the, what, what they're doing to us offensively. And, and that's the great thing about them. Both of them can cover. Both of them can play high. Both of them can play in the box. So. Do you think you guys made like, a statement in the division as far as? No, you know, we're not into statements. We're just into playing football games. So we've given ourselves an opportunity to play meaningful football in December, and that's it. And in this league, every week, you know, is, is a whole different deal, a whole different animal. So it's uh, – no, not at all. What are you seeing from What's Fletcher Cox that's allowing him to – I just think it? Fletch has been uh, just a disruptive force all year long. And we had talked about it earlier. He hadn't had a lot of sacks, but that didn't mean he wasn't playing well. And he's been playing at a very, very high level. You know, he's a, he creates a lot of havoc on the defensive line, especially in the run stuff. He had a big sack again today. Um, things are starting to come to him from, from a statistical standpoint, but that doesn't mean he wasn't playing well earlier in the year. I think he, he's been our, our, our best defensive lineman all year long and continues to play at that, one, that level. Is Nick getting his uh, exam tomorrow? I don't know. Well, you reported it, so is he? No, Les? Is he? Okay. Les, Les has got it. For the staff, for the players, what's the plan for the next three days? We'll, we'll break it down as coaches, and we'll get some work done with, for Seattle, and our players are off until Tuesday. Maybe you don't look at this as a statement game, but do you think it helps rebuild a little confidence after having gone to Green Bay against a very tough team and had a pretty tough day there to come on the road to against a tough team? No, I don't. You know, and I think our message after Green Bay is the same thing. You've got to be able to flush it, and we've got to be able to flush this and get ready for a really, really good Seattle team. So um, I don't think you'll see anybody on our team throwing their arms out of socket, patting themselves on the back. So. How about Andrew Gardner, the second week starting? What did you see from him? You know, I think he's just consistent, you know, and, and that's really kind of what's out and, and – Pat and myself felt he's just he he's a he's one of those he's kind of like I said earlier and I, I said Casey Matthews like that he's a steady Eddie you, you know what you're getting from him all the time he he's on his feet he's a real smart player um, he is versatile because he can play a couple positions but I I think him and Lane are, are starting to really get a um, get a real get in sync in, in terms of playing together and understanding what's going on so um, I think the last two games I think he's played well for us thanks guys. All right, well, good stuff there from the head coach, Chip Kelly, after the Eagles' victorious Thanksgiving win over the Dallas Cowboys in first place. The Dallas Cowboys not in first place. That's, that's what I'm thankful for today. Ike. Yeah, yeah, great game, and uh, we'll see these boys again in two weeks. Yes. So still a lot of work to be done, but we're going to enjoy it for right now. And still a lot of work to be done here on the postgame show presented by Rico. We take a break now, but on the other side, we'll have more press conferences. We'll hear from some of the players from Arlington, and we will also hear from you, the Eagles fans. Just call us 215-321-5170. Back with your phone calls and much more right here on the Post Game Show.
Bo Wolf and Ike Reese back on the postgame show presented by Rico. And now it's time for the third member of our team to come along, Greg Cosell, the senior producer from NFL Films. And Greg is going to talk about one of the things that we have seen Mark Sanchez do very well since taking over as quarterback for the Eagles, and that is throwing on the run. We saw that on the 27-yard touchdown pass to Jordan Matthews in the first quarter. Greg Cosell breaks that down now. Thanks, guys. This touchdown to Jordan Matthews of 27 yards was a great concept play. It's a concept we've seen a number of times this season from Chip Kelly, and it's really effective because it starts with a Chip Kelly staple, which is stretching the perimeter. And you can see right here, you're going to see the fake in the backfield on the sweep action to the right, the fake to LaShawn McCoy. Let's lose that. Now, the second part of this and the main part of this is now you're going to get Matthews right here. He's going to work across the field, away from the sweep action. So you're going to get the defense flowing toward McCoy right here and Matthews working across the field. Now, they get the perfect defense for this. It ends up being a zone concept Cover three. So if we freeze it for one second, you're going to see a single high safety right here ending up in a trail position versus Matthews. And the key part of this is the backside corner, Sterling Moore. He locks up on Riley Cooper. And you can do that in cover three, particularly on the backside. This is technically his own concept, but Moore locks up man-to-man here on Cooper, and his back is turned to Matthews. So you get Matthews working across the field. There's a lot of open space right here, and Mark Sanchez has been very, very good throwing the ball off design boot action, especially to his left. Let's play this out. You'll see the really well-designed play, a beautiful throw, open space, a touchdown to Jordan Matthews. We've seen this play before, very similar to the touchdown against Carolina beautifully designed all right thank you greg and now we toss it over to arlington for the quarterback mark sanchez so efficient and clean uh you just kind of talk about the rhythm you guys got in especially those first two drives yeah um you know we wanted to we really wanted to start fast we wanted to uh keep our tempo going and i thought we got to establish that you know uh really proud of of the way we started the game for the offense, but uh, across the board, just an amazing team win. And uh, so much more fun when you win this game. <laughs> so much more fun. So that was uh, that was great. Defense played so well against a really tough rusher um, and a great offensive unit, an awesome quarterback, um, a team that's never out of it, you know, no matter what the score says, because with number nine at quarterback, that guy's, he's really good. And he's had some big time comebacks. So those guys held up tough. Uh, somebody said I had 27 yards, so that was, I better go ice down. Hey, thanks. Um, so, you know, we, we you just got to read it out and, um, you know, continue to trust it. And that was, uh, that's been one of the toughest things for me. So uh, coach has been great. And that was, uh, to be honest, uh, the one down on the goal line, Foles has helped out a lot. Just when we're watching film and watching run plays and stuff, you know, he'll just, chime in and say, hey, that's a give, this is a keep, this is boom. And when we're watching his film or other guys' film that have played Dallas and stuff, so um, he's been a huge help. So you saw something against Dallas then more than you've seen it with other teams? Um, we've seen it with other teams too, and it just depends on if it's right or not. And, 
you know, so you just got to gotta read it. He only had 44 fewer yards than uh, Murray rushing. Touchdown pass to Matthews. Can you kind of take us through it? Uh, shoot, he ran a great route. We protected the heck out of it and uh, got me out of the pocket a little bit and just try to keep him going in stride. You know, those are the ones that, uh, you know, you try and get too cute on it and you almost slow him up. You want to just take it in rhythm and, uh, you know, exhale and let it go. Mark, the tempo on the first, the, the tempo on the first two drives seemed like it was it was even faster than you had been running um, up to this point. Do you feel like as you get more experience in this offense, you can you can go even faster? And, and was that an emphasis today? We hope so, you know, and um, we never want to get complacent with that. You can always go faster. Just ask Coach Kelly. Mark, <laughs> He'll tell you. You mentioned that it's, it feels a, a lot better to win this game. Yeah. Can you speak to two years ago and what happened and whether this kind of yeah, cast I mean, that aside? It sucked. I ran into some guy's butt and... <laughs> Dropped the ball on the turf and they scored. I mean, I don't know if it gets. I mean, that's like my favorite holiday, so that it's not cool. <laughs> that's really a bummer. <laughs> but uh, you know, the game plan was try not to do that, and <laughs> we accomplished it. So 27 yards is rushing is just icing on the cake. Mark, I know how Chip talks about one game, 16, one game seasons. Yeah, absolutely. It is the Dallas Cowboys. You mentioned how the people in Philadelphia feel about playing the Dallas Shoot. Cowboys. Did the did you kind of sense and feel that going into that into this game? I mean, there's what it meant to there's so much uh, put into this game, and that's uh, what's great about Coach Kelly is no matter how big this thing gets uh, on the exterior, for us inside uh, this locker room and stuff, nothing changes. The ball's the same size, the field's the same size, no matter how big. And and uh, everybody wants to say, you know, this national TV game, and this is you know, life or death, and all that. I mean, come on, you got to be, you got to put it in its place, understand what it is, and then move on. And I'm just really proud of, of this effort on uh, uh, short, such a short week. So um, awesome job by the defense, offensive line. It, it was just really fun, really fun. And we still left a ton of meat on the bone, man. We, gosh, we're in the freaking red zone so many times and we just, um, we didn't convert. So we, as fun as this is, we'll enjoy it for a couple of days, but we sure have a lot of work to do. Well, it might be meat on the bone, but you know the people in Philadelphia, after beating Dallas, are probably having second, second half weeks right now. <laughs> that was good, yeah. In the, uh, in the end zone, was that supposed to be a back shoulder fade that just kind of went off a little bit? or? Uh, yeah, I mean, the guy made a pretty good play. And um, uh, yeah, it just didn't, just didn't go in our favor. So. I mean, he goes over 1,000. Matt goes over 1,000. That's uh, really cool accomplishments for those guys. And, uh, whoa, echo, echo, <laughs> test, hot mic. What is that? Hello? Hello? That was crazy. <laughs> we good? Yeah, uh, I mean, both of those guys, they, they hit some um, huge milestones, and um, that's awesome. And I, and I know the first thing those guys would say is, Shady can't do it without the guys up front, without the receivers blocking downfield, without uh, Gardner stepping up big in the run game, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Um, they're unselfish players. They're fun to play with. And uh, this is a tight-knit group. This, is a, this really is a family. And um, they had a happy Thanksgiving. Mark, there was an exchange in, the, I think, the third quarter where you had to call a timeout. like you were saying something to Riley. Can you take us through what happened there? Yeah, uh, I just said, you know, we're a family. And families... Uh, you know, get get heated and get upset, and um, that's 
the way it goes, you know, and uh, both of us had something to say. We said it, and that was it, and no. Uh, but it was, I mean, that's the kind of, I'd rather have something like that than a guy that's just uninterested, doesn't care, isn't ready to play, doesn't work as hard as Coop does. You know what I mean? That, that he's playing his butt off, and that's the best part about something like this is neither of us were took it any further. That's it. I mean, right or wrong, we move on because we got another team to play, and uh, you know, no matter what, uh, we're gonna we're gonna play together and uh, play our butts off for each other, uh, whether we're upset or not. So that was that was awesome. The storyline story of what happened uh, the last time you played on Thanksgiving was kind of played up a little bit heading into this one. I, I just no, wondered come if you, on. Can you imagine that? That's so weird. I wonder if at any point did you did you think about that? No. Have you had time to reflect on kind of where you've no, been to where you are now? I mean, it's just been a, an incredible journey. The, the, the whole thing, playing in this league, uh, um, you know, wearing a Jets logo, wearing an Eagles logo. I mean, that's this is um, an absolute dream come true. Um, the best of times, the worst of times, it's still there. Uh, you know, a, a lot of people would love to be in this position, you know, no matter what. And uh, it's, I'm very thankful. I'm very blessed. And, um, you know, a lot of family watching back home and just wanted to play well for them and, um, you know, just thrilled about the opportunity. No turnovers today for the first time since you took over for Nick. I know that's the focus every week, but. We didn't turn over versus Carolina. I didn't turn it over, did I? Okay, sorry about that. Come on, man. What are you doing? <laughs> Kill I mean, me, dude. you got to be happy with the fact. Oh, that, that was huge. Good. That was huge. And, um, you know, we, uh, if you don't turn it over, you're at least going to give yourself a chance. And um, that was that was great. It was so fun. Just the red zone, I mean, I, I, you know, what do you feel like has to, has to work better? Oh, we've got to convert. And that's better throws. Um, you know, better on uh, in the run game, better in the pass game. We gotta get open. I gotta hit guys. It's um, there's there's plenty to work on and some really good film to watch. So we're uh, I know how these guys are. They're gonna be enjoying this game, but uh, to be honest, Tuesday can't come soon enough. All right, guys. Thank Thanks. All right. Well, there you got Mark Sanchez, the victorious quarterback, three and one now as a starter for the Eagles. Two games in which he has not turned the ball over. Two blowout victories for the Eagles going back to that Carolina game from a couple weeks ago. All right, our first phone call of the day on Thanksgiving. We stay in Philadelphia. Ernie, Ernie, happy Thanksgiving. All right, Ernie, you've been holding on to that one for a while. Hey, man, I've been holding on for, it probably had to be about 10 minutes, man. But, hey, you know, I'm at work. I'm at work. I, had, I got a chance to watch the game, and it still was one of my favorite Thanksgivings of all time because of the way we beat the Cowgirls, man. This is awesome, man. I can't wait. But we still got to get back on the horse. <laughs> Cowboy, horse, get it. <laughs> that's good, that's good. Still got to get back on the horse, and we still got to beat those Seahawks next, uh, next week. And then we got these Cowgirls again. So. And then we got them again. Exactly. So let's, let's go. Let's, let's get it popping. Hey, bro, I'm, I'm waiting for that next Wolf then, too, man. It's coming up tomorrow. <laughs> All right, well, I'm be on it, man. <laughs> Every Friday, baby. All right, Ernie. All right, well, you know, listen, all the people who called in last week on the postgame show and said Dallas sucks. Today, I think uh, I think they were right. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I I love the way the Eagles came into the game mentally and, and, and ready to go. You know, they uh, they realized what was at stake, and if they can get a win down there in Dallas, that puts Dallas behind the eight ball. That gives the Eagles a little breathing room. They have the one in the bag already, so when they face this team in two weeks, 
it isn't such as a, a must-win situation like it will be for the Cowboys and it would have been for the Eagles had they lost this game. So the Eagles go down there, still a victory on the road. The game wasn't a stolen victory. I mean, just to steal one on the road in right. your division's uh, rival's house, uh, that's big for you. That's big for you. You got Seattle looming in 10 days, and it feels good to have this W in the bag uh, as opposed to coming off of a loss waiting 10 days to play a, uh, the uh, defending Super Bowl champions. So we expect to have both LaShawn McCoy and Jeremy Mappin at the podium shortly, but we continue on the phone lines with Reggie from California. How are you, Reggie? Hey, I'm from Covington, Georgia, baby. It's a shame, Georgia, man. GA, not CA. Oh, geez. Hey, man, and I... What's up, Reggie? Hey, 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 I, that's what I got on my left-hand side. I fed him well, though. I fed him well. What you got? I got a Dallas Cowgirl fan right beside me. So I want <laughs> that away, baby, because we looking at you. Bump them Cowboys. We, we just so good, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's a Thanksgiving party. Go. Yeah, I love it. See? When your team wins and you got a bunch of family members over oh, your yeah. house that are Cowboy fans. there's a couple Cowboys fans yeah, in there Yeah, there's always well, yeah. a couple Cowboy fans in there. Well, since, uh, since our previous caller, uh, Ernie, brought up the Wolves, and I will tell you this, and this is a good insight into uh, the state of mind of the Eagles team heading into this game. I interviewed Lane Johnson earlier this week under the pretense that uh, this was going to air on Friday and we were going to be talking about the game that just happened, even though we didn't know what was going to happen. Right. And he really knew that they were going to be able to run the ball down the throat uh, of this Cowboys team. You'll be able to read that tomorrow on the Wolf's Den. Don't miss that. But for now, we take one more break here on the post-game show. On the other side, we will bring in a couple new Eagles post-game press conferences. Jeremy Macklin, LaShawn McCoy, your phone calls as well, 215-320-5170. All season long, stop into your local Acme markets and purchase participating Eagles kickoff kid items. Enter the receipt codes online for your child to win a chance to retrieve the tee at an Eagles home game. Acme markets, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Bo Wolf and Ike Reese back with you on the postgame show presented by Rico. Spending our Thanksgiving with you, the Eagles fans, after the Eagles dominated the Cowboys 33-10 on National, Thank uh, National Thanksgiving. For everybody. It's yeah. okay. National TV on Thanksgiving. Everybody in the, the nation watching, just like they're watching this, the postgame show on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. And we bring in our next caller, C. Lee from Virginia. C. Lee, happy Thanksgiving. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, my man. Dallas sucks just to start it off. Yeah, thank you. Out of the way. <laughs> you know, I just want to say, hey, you know, we really didn't get much respect going into this game. And uh, I feel, you know, respect is not given, but it's earned. And I feel like oh, the defense nice. kind of stepped up and, you know, you know, hey, national TV, you know, all you heard about was the offensive line, 10 points. Hey, national you know, Thanksgiving. And we'll cut you off, Chris, unfortunately. Hey, yep, Happy Thanksgiving. Yep. Jeremy Macklin time. And just kind of how you – it look like you had a great tempo going. And... Somebody might blowing you up. Um, I was good for us, man. Uh, I think that's something that we wanted to do coming into this game. Um, we were able to kind of uh, run the football. Uh, which kind of opened up some stuff for us. And uh, after that, we were able to kind of go up tempo a little faster than what we normally do. So uh, we were able to kind of get the edge. It seemed like the tempo <laughs> in that first half was as fast as we've ever seen from you guys. Was that a real point of emphasis this week? And uh, uh, I mean, Tempo is always a point of emphasis. But uh, I think, uh, you know, once we uh, just kind of got in the rhythm, that's, we just kept going and going, you know, and that's what we do. Um, we're, we're built for it. 
Jeremy? Um, no, it's, it's definitely a good win. Anytime you come on the road, it's a good win. Uh, but you know, there's there's a lot of stuff we gotta get better at. We gotta get gotta get touchdowns in the red zone. Uh, you know, we can't keep settling for three. Um, so we, we gotta we gotta fix that. What did uh, the milestone mean for you today? Uh, uh, it feels good, but uh, you know, it's, it's part of playing football. You know. Talk about your big uh, 58 yard uh, catch and run there. Um, <clears throat> well, they they went cover two. Um, I was able to kind of get in the hole. Um, and try to make something happen with the ball, you know. A little mad at myself, I didn't get in, but uh, you know, I, I kind of lost my balance a little bit. But uh, you know, Mark Mark did a good job, kind of keeping the safety back and and, and finding me. Hey, Jeremy, three months in now, going into this meaningful December football, do you have a sense of either how good this team is or how good this team is? Uh, no, we, we still got a lot of room to get better. I think we're a good football team. Um, uh, to be a great football team, um, I think we got some stuff we got to fix up. Um, you know, one of the things, uh, like I said, we got to do, we, we got to get better in the red zone. Got to. When you're going at that kind of tempo, what do you see across the line of scrimmage from, from the other team when, when it's going that fast for you guys? Um, you know, it kind of keeps them really basic. You know, it kind of keeps them in a, um, you know, kind of real simple. And, uh, you know, we just, we just kind of run our stuff. So uh, I think that's something we definitely lose to our advantage. Talking about the importance of getting out to a big, Big lead on the road in front of a pretty, you know, fired up crowd and you know, with a lot of yeah, you know, it's huge. You know, it, it settles us down. It also gives the defense, uh, you know, an extra egg. They can kind of, uh, you know, do some things, throw some different things at them. Uh, we're able to kind of get to Romo a little bit, and um, so it, it definitely changed the whole game. In the season, you guys think about uh, peaking late in the year and you kind of proving as the year goes on. Do you see that happening? Do you see this? Yeah, I think we got. I think we have the ability to be a, a great football team. Like I was saying earlier, I just think there's some things that. Uh, you know, we got to get better at, but I think, uh, you know, we're hitting our stride, you know, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we got our butts beat uh, up in Lambeau. So, um, you know, but, you know, the great part about this game, you know, you got to uh, lace up your cleats next week and get after it. So um, I'm excited about what we do going forward. Uh, you know, he's showing me that he's, he's a competitor. You know, obviously he, um, you know, he's, he's a professional. Uh, he's won in his league at a high level before. Um, so I think he's done a good job for us. What have you seen from the running game? And it seems like every week you guys are able to run the ball a little bit. Better. Yeah, you know, you know, I think um, I mean, this is what we do. We like to run the football. And I think um, <clears throat> some of the plays that I've made down the field, some of the plays that Jordan, Coop, um, a lot of us have made, Zach, um, it's kind of opened up things a little bit now. And people can't, uh, you know, you can't stack the box anymore. We're going we're gonna to beat you outside. So uh, you got you to play us, you know, pretty much honest. Think about Seattle yet? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna soak this one up for a little bit, but uh, you know it's gonna it's gonna be a, a tough task. And them coming in, obviously the you know, defending champs, uh, well-known players on defense. So I'm excited about that. How nice will it be to have a few days off here, you know, to, to kind of recover a little bit? Uh, it's gonna feel good, you know. Obviously, um, <laughs> you know, playing on a short week, uh, you know, the body's just uh, fatigued, a little tired, but uh, you know, I'll still go in there. I'm gonna take care of myself, but uh, it's gonna feel good. A thousand yard season, hundred yard game. Are there any milestones that mean a lot to you, or is it all just kind of holding this, holding, holding that trophy over the end of the year is going to mean a lot? So, all right. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, there you have it, Jeremy Macklin. We will have LaShawn McCoy coming up in a little bit as well. But uh, it, you feel good for Jeremy Macklin getting the, the thousand yards on the season. Obviously, the tough year last year, lost to the torn ACL, and he has been really the really the best player on the offense this season. Uh, when you think about the fact that LaShawn McCoy has 
been slow coming here. Jeremy Macklin has been the guy to make it run, but the guy to make it run today and who ran it well was LaShawn McCoy. At what point did you kind of know you, it was going to be a big day for you in the running game? I knew we were going to run the ball. That was the game plan. Um, we we kind of put on the, the big guys up front, their shoulders, to kind of seal the game for us and get it back some space to run. You know, and, and actually, with a big game I had today, I missed some yards. You know, and then uh, I didn't play like I wanted to play. I mean, I played good, but I could play a lot better. Uh, but that's, I mean, that's just all about just, you know, working hard and, and getting back to just where I want to be at. I think as a, as a team, as a unit, you know, we, we worked hard in the running game today. Um, kept pushing, kept pushing, and some big ones broke out for us. You had, tw you had twice as many yards as, uh, as DeMarco, <clears throat> more than twice as many. I know you measure yourself by a guy like that. What, is, what does that mean to you? I mean, I, to, to be honest, you know, I, I feel like there's a lot of you know, good backs, but I don't, really, I don't really kind of compare myself. I just try to play my game. I mean, I can't take nothing from him because he is a heck of a player. And I've always thought that and always said that. Like I said before, I, you know, talking to him in the Pro Bowl, I was like, man, you know, if they feed you more, you know, some, some, some things you could do. Um, and then he's had some big games, 20-yard games before, so he's always been a good player. I just don't really get into that whole, um, especially during the season, who's this, who's that, because I know where I stand. Like, you know, to go back and forth about it, I know where I stand. Um, and, and, and the big picture, you know, we're trying to win games. We came here. It wasn't about me or him, you know. Obviously, I wanted to outrush him, just a, a, a pride thing. But overall, I wanted to win the game. And if it happened the other way around where he had more yards than me and we won the game, you know, that, that's that's cool too. I just think the time of where we're at in the season, all the talk and stuff that you you guys saying about me and about the line and all that, mixed up in the season where we need to get a big win, and it all worked out. It holds them guys. I'm so used to just you know them guys crash on the reads because they they figure we'd rather um, live with the quarterback running we have to, to run then, then let Shady get it you know but he, when he when he pulls it he keeps the guys honest keep them honest and I could you know when I get the ball I could run a little bit so it helps out Chip said this was the best game the offensive line played yes. this year did, did you notice the holes were there yeah were holes I there? had so many more opportunities to, to make guys miss one-on-one -on -one. um you know so much space so by, by far I mean getting up to the blocks wanting to run the ball giving me space you know, at times I had too much space and I made the wrong cut. So the, the game ball really belongs to them guys up front for sure because they, they, this is by far their best game. The and again, and again back. I mean, now this is kind of like my line again. It, you know, so I just hear so much talk, but this, this is the guys, you know, that, that gets it done. I mean, so it is what it is. A couple of the linemen said this felt like last year, this game with the run game. You feel that way? Yeah, it did. It really did. Just the holes, the reads, um, the space. The one-on-one the, the -on -one made guys miss. Um, they did. It felt like last year. Oh, my gosh. I was so pissed. Because it was a fumble. Like, I tried to – it was a, a cloudy hole, so I tried to jump over it. And, and I had two hands on the ball, and, and a guy helmet on the ground hit the ball out. So I was just really angry, like, uh, like real bad. And I never get like that on a fumble because it happens. part of the game. Um, you know, so I had, to make, I had to make a big play. I was like, whatever it takes, like – you know, give me a little hole, and I promise you, I'm gonna score. When you play in offenses where there's, the tempo isn't as emphasized as it is now, can you talk about for, from your perspective running this kind of tempo? How it helps your game? Oh, it helps us out because the, the defense can't get lined up all right, um, the right way, they, how they want to. Um, that the, the the calls they may get in, because um, defense is all about 
respond and react into the offense. If we line up over here, they line up over here. So when you're going fast, it's hard to get the calls in. It's hard to get the blitzes constructed the way you want. Um, and it works in our favor for sure. Could you? Well, I know we, we can be at. I think we just, um, and it's not, you're never going to get a perfect game, but you want some close um, turnovers. You know, we want to kind of limit that, myself from speaking about it, from doing it today. Um, you know, executing the right way. Those are things that we got to get better at, and I think we can, especially in the red zone, for sure. Uh, you, uh, in two games uh, that Gardner started at right guard, you had 133 and 151 or whatever. He's doing a great job. He really is. Um, and it's not just him. It's all of them up front, just working together, playing together. Uh, you know, and, and they've been together for a while. And I think just he's did a great job of stepping up and having to play a big role, and he's doing it. Um, you know, I think just to replace the quarterback and, and, and the wide receivers as a whole, I think it helps out the offense uh, run game. Were we the underdogs today? For sure, right? For how much? 14, something like that? <laughs> Just, I don't know. I, Dallas gets a lot of hype. Um, I'm, I'm sure everybody took them to win. You know, they got good players. But I saw them on. We got good players, too. We got a good team. They got a good team. And we got to see them again soon, so I don't want to say too much about them. They're a good team. Um, I think that every every team has their day. Even when we lost to Green Bay, I think that day they were a lot better than us. But I don't think if you if you play them four, three, four times, I don't think they blow us out, um, you know, like that. So every team has their day. I, I'm sure that next time we play them, it'll be a tougher game, even though it'll be in Philly. You mimicked uh, Derek Bryant last there after the last question. Their offensive, their offensive line got a lot. Cut you off. I'm sorry. Their offensive line got a lot of hype coming in. Did you sense dominant male in the room? <laughs> Did you sense your guys were, you know, were hearing that during the week that the Cowboys offensive line were getting, getting so much hype? I mean, I mean, well, they, they are a good offensive line, for sure. I think that the guys are front on defense. That's one of the things that Benny was talking about all week. Like, hey, they're good, but we're good, too. And also, my guys up front, I don't think they get enough credit when they're fully all healthy and, and ready to play. And, and when they do, like, like tonight, last game, they balling out. I think uh, just about just being healthy, man, and, and sticking to it. You know, and sometimes it's hard to say because the pass game might be working. They might be so worried about the, the run that the pass is working. And, and Chip, he's going to stick with it like he should if the run game's working. So, I mean, it's so much to talk about. But at the end of the day, it's all about wins and losses. You know, we're 9-3. and three. We're number, number one, right? That's all I'll talk about. I got to tell you, if I was Shady wearing that jacket, I would not be leaning on the podium. I feel like that's. I feel like that's a sweet jacket, but it's a one-wear jacket. It's gonna get dirty. I, I don't even know if that's a sweet jacket or not. All I know is I'm old. I know that I can't pull it off. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, do know I can't that. wear that jacket. I can't wear that jacket, brother. Neither can I. But maybe Chris from New York can wear that jacket. He's on the line. Chris, happy Thanksgiving. Hello. Chris. What's up, Chris? Hey, what's going on, buddy man? How are you? <laughs> I'm just saying, why is it shady with that jacket on, man? Like, <laughs> That's it all the time. Got, they got to start selling that at the pro shop. Yeah, it looked, it looked like he got a Ferrari outside. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but me, me and my wife, Joanna, we just sitting here loving it, man. Like, Shout oh, out to Joanna. Yeah, she's like the number one Eagle fan you can ever like, imagine. Like, <laughs> so why isn't she the one calling? Uh, oh, because we both, I'm, I'm the dominant male, just like Shady. <laughs> 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 well, 
Well, isn't, isn't it nice, Chris, to uh, be able to enjoy Thanksgiving dinner, enjoy your family and friends today, as well as getting a big win from your favorite team? against oh, the Dallas course. Cowboys. Of course, of course, and we also know a couple of Dallas people out there. I'm going to shout them out, Ray. You all pick up, you all pick up your phone right now, Ray. <laughs> Let's go, yeah. Ray. Dallas yeah. sucks, Ray. Yeah, he's, it's, they suck. <laughs> but me, me, me and Joanna, we'll be at that, we'll be at that Eagles-Dallas game coming up, you know. Beautiful. We'll definitely be there, you know, representing Eagles all the way. And we're from New York, you know, but we love Philly. Oh, there you, you go. Know, so. Chris, well, give us something you're thankful for, Chris. Yeah, what was the best part of your Thanksgiving Day spread? Uh, what was the best part? Yeah, what was um, the best part of the food? We're all jealous. Best, oh, man, the best part is when the half, when halftime came in and we was dominating them then, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like when halftime came, I almost said, oh, we might as well hang it up. They might as well hang it up and just start nailing right then, you know? Because, uh, they might have thought about it. You know, Yo, for real, for real. But I ain't gonna lie. It's a lot of work, dude. Like, we gave up a lot of red zone, you know? But, you know, like, uh, this team, is they, they just playing exceptional right now. You know, if we keep it up, I think I think we got a chance. No doubt. Hopefully that's all you ask for is a chance no heading doubt. into uh, heading into the playoffs. So 9-3 and three through 12 games certainly gives the Eagles a chance and a chance for maybe LaShawn McCoy to continue this role that he's on over the last two games. We send it over now to Greg Cosell, who's going to break down that long touchdown run by Shady McCoy. Thanks, guys. The Eagles' inside zone run. A beautiful sight to behold when it's executed properly. That was LaShawn McCoy's long touchdown run. Let's take a look at it, and it begins with the offensive line. We're going to start with Peters. We have Mathis. We have Kelsey. We have Gardner. Now, before we run this, I want to stay on the left of the screen here with Peters and Mathis because what they need to do is they need to block that defensive tackle and work up to the linebacker level, and they do that beautifully. Mathis is the key player here, and you watch him, he gets up to the second level. Beautiful job. Look at that hole. And then you have Gardner, who does a terrific job getting another linebacker. This is really well done. You're going to see McCoy with that kind of hole. He's not going to be stopped by arm tackles. This is an inside zone run executed about as well as you can execute it. It starts with the offensive line, kind of a spread out box because of the Eagles offense. Good angles, good leverage, a beautiful touchdown run by McCoy. All right, thank you, Greg. We're going to get ready to work you a little bit more because you're going to replace Ike on the other side here. Ike, uh, it's been a fun day. I think you've uh, you got a little bit of the itis. You're ready to go home, yeah. take that nap. But I want to ask you what you're thankful for before, uh, before we part ways. So much to be thankful for, Bo. Obviously, great health. I have wonderful uh, family, wife and kids, wonderful friends. I have a wonderful job. So much to be thankful for. But I tell you, Put it at the top of my list. You're going to do it? I am thankful that I have this job. I have the number one producer <laughs> in the city. You mo most of you don't get to see. His name is Fran Duffy. Does a great job of producing Eagle shows. And I just assured myself I'll be here next Thanksgiving by saying that I'm thankful that I have Fran Duffy That's smart. That's my forward producer. thinking. <laughs> you, are, you are a very smart man. Very smart man. Listen to Fran Duffy on the Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast and also Eagles Beakley. Smartest man in the building, man. I'm telling you. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, we are back with more on the other side on the postgame show presented by Rico. Hopefully, we'll hear a little bit more from some of the other Eagles in the locker room after the Eagles took out the Dallas Cowboys. And Greg Cosell will join me to take more of your phone calls. 215-320-5170. <laughs> We'll <laughs>
Let's take a look at the Eagles' upcoming schedule presented by NFL Ticket Exchange powered by Ticketmaster. For the only 100% verified way to buy or sell NFL tickets, visit NFLTicketExchange.com. Bo Wolf and Greg Cosell back in the postgame show next week, Greg. We're looking at the Seattle Seahawks. Yes, we are. are. Currently, I think, tied 0-0 with the San Francisco 49ers. Eagles fans, I'm sure, going double screen here watching the postgame show and scouting the Seahawks a little bit. But uh, tell me what you think about that possible matchup. Well, it's not a possible matchup. It is a matchup. Well, it's a possible matchup in that it's possible something happens and none of us are here next week. <laughs> okay. So you You're going to throw it at me, I'll throw it back. And, right. you know, what happens? Well, maybe the league's canceled. Who knows? I think as, as a lot of people will probably see watching the game tonight, Seattle is not a really explosive offensive team. Uh, they're a very simple offensive team. They rely very much on their quarterback to make plays with his legs. And then you've got to stop Marshawn Lynch and, the, and Wilson and Lynch go together because there's so much shotgun read option. So you have to defend that. That's the starting point for Seattle's offense. They're very simplistic in the pass game. They really don't beat you throwing the football. So it really comes down to the ability to stop the run, try to make them throw the football, try to get them to long yardage situations. I feel good about this. Last week here, we were talking about the Cowboys, and you said that DeMarco Murray was a, a pedestrian running back, just okay. Didn't that quite turned use that out word, but correct. yes. And then today you say that the Seahawks have a simple offense. They I do. Like well, that's true. Well, both things are true, really. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's good. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to the game. All right. <laughs> we send it out to our old friend Ray from Kentucky on the line. Ray, happy Thanksgiving How to you. Doing? How you doing, Bo? What's up, Ray? Uh, y'all gave me an early birthday present today. <laughs> oh, a Thanksgiving present for you, too. Yeah, the, tomorrow the Cowboys are turkeys. So I want to thank all the guys with the Philadelphia Eagles for giving me an early birthday present. I really love it. All right, Ray, what was the best part of your Thanksgiving? The uh, best part of my Thanksgiving was to spend time with my family and uh, be able to watch the Philadelphia Eagles keep uh, Dallas' butt. Amen. Amen to that. Thank yeah. you, Ray. Uh, all right. Well, Greg, we haven't really talked to you much about what, what transpired in this game. Right. Obviously, you broke down some of those <coughs> sure. shady runs, but what did you think the Eagles did offensively to get the running game going? Well, in all honesty, I don't think they necessarily did anything special. They ran oh. their plays against a defense, quite honestly, that's not a very good defense. See, this Cowboy defense has been able to be compensated for by the play of the Cowboy offense. Sure. So what the Eagles did by starting out the way they did is they attacked and probably a below average NFL defense and they dominated which is exactly what they had to do on the road and by doing that they sort of took to some degree the Cowboy offense out of the game and then when the Cowboy offense tried to run the football particularly early the Eagles were very very good defensively a lot of those Murray runs instead of being five or six yards which keeps you on schedule most of them were what two or three yards maybe yes he had about and, a three, three yard carry out. right right particularly early in the game yes. I think his first 11-12 carry well he ended up I think with maybe 3.5 but early in the 3. game 7 I believe yeah, early in the, the game they were very short runs so but I think the offensive tempo and really taking advantage of a below average NFL defense set the stage for this game set the tone and and it was really offense was really good well last week you told us that uh, you know Shady was a better running back pure running back he than is. DeMarco Murray how does he compare to Marshawn Lynch who would you rather have oh they're, they're, see, these well, they're very different, are, but uh, are, are hard because they're they're very very different runners. I'm, I mean, I'm putting Shady, the gun to your head. Shady is a space runner. 
Marshawn Lynch is a confined space runner. Okay. So it's hard to compare. I mean, there's no back in the NFL. But listen, if I ask well, you well, what's well, your favorite fruit, and I understand that an apple is different than an orange, but which would you rather have? Who would you rather have, Shady or Marshawn Lynch? I can only answer that by saying that it depends on your offense. If you're going to run power inside. How about inside, in the Greg Cosell-designed offense, the offense of your dreams? Well, let's put it this have? way. If you're going to run the Chip Kelly offense, LaShawn McCoy is a much better back than Marshawn Lynch. If you're going to ask your back to stick it up inside between the tackles, run after run, then Marshawn Lynch is a better back. So LaShawn McCoy is better. That's what There you go. Heard. Okay. All right. Back to the phone lines. Kenny from New York on the line. Kenny, happy Thanksgiving to you. I was thinking to you too. Wolfman, Wolfman and um <laughs> and Greg Hotel. How What's you up? Wolfman? How you gonna put Greg on the spot like that, man? <laughs> That's all right, I can Who handle myself. Have? Kenny, I can handle myself. <laughs> you know, everybody wants simple one word answers to these questions. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, Greg. Only because you don't let it work like that. <laughs> no, because it doesn't work like that. Greg, I love you on the podcast, man. On on, on the Eagles podcast, man. You're great. All of y'all great. But um, Shout out to Fran Duffy again. Um <laughs> shout out to Fran. Um, um, man, a great, great defensive game. I love, I love the game plan. Um, we, we looking awesome. I mean, it, it, it's a great win today. But you got to get better in the red zone, man. I need to see more consistency. I mean, you know, to you know, be going into December now, man. So we got to start putting the. We should. We left a lot of meat on the bones on them job turkeys. Dallas stuck. We left a lot of meat on the bones, and I ain't like that. But you know, it's a great game overall. And, you know, um, have a great Eagles day, man. All right, you too, Kenny. We'll talk about the Red Zone in a second. I want to know, though, what was the best part of your Thanksgiving? Oh, uh, we lost you. All right. Let's talk a little bit about the Red Zone, Greg, because it is the one area sure. uh, of improvement for the Eagles, area that, that they need to improve after this game. Everything else really went pretty well. Two for five in the Red Zone, I think, or, or maybe it was uh, worse than that. But, well, there you go. One for, that's not right. If they scored at least two touchdowns in the Red Zone. But... What did you think? How can, they, how can they get better in the red zone? Well, I think when they've been at their best in the red zone, we've seen a lot of really interesting play concepts. Sure. Different kind of play designs. And I think they have to get back to that. Uh, I, I, because I remember, you know, Fran and I, because we have to, this is Fran's show, obviously, Absolutely. so we're going to mention Fran again. Yep, the Duffy so, show. Fran and I used to talk all the time about the different kinds of route concepts that the Eagles would run in the pass game in the red zone that would break down defenses. Uh, because you know what coverages you get in the red zone. Red zone is very specific. You know what you're going to get. You know how to break it down. Uh, again, it's hard to say they've gotten away from that. I certainly can't say that in this game without seeing the tape. But right. we saw a fade to Riley Cooper, which I don't know not about my your feeling, play. but I'm not a big fan of fades in the red zone. Uh, Especially not to Riley Cooper. Well, there you go. So uh, I think you want to get back to some of those concepts that truly break down the defense. All right, back to the phone lines we go. Brian from Virginia. Brian, the first question for you. What was the best thing you ate today? Um, turkey. Turkey. Nice. I Good answer. Really <laughs> Jealous. Hello? So what did you think of the game? I loved it. I loved it. It's, it's like I can't say enough about it. I can't say enough about it. And, I had, and we had some Cowboys fans in there, too. Ooh, they were so mad. It was a, it was a beautiful thing to watch. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. All right. Well, Brian, thank you for your call. Thank you uh, for enjoying the game with us, and, and happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Uh, obviously, you're going to wait to watch the tape for this. I but, am. But I do want to ask if uh, you notice any difference with Andrew Gardner at right guard, if, if anything different is working for the Eagles there. Well, I thought the Eagles' whole line played really well as a whole just watching the game because I thought that McCoy had a lot of space. 
McCoy's the kind of runner, if he sees initial space, there's no better back in the league than McCoy. And I thought there were a lot of runs in this game where he had initial space. Would you say that Andrew Gardner really puts the guard in Gardner? Are you uh, performing somewhere during this week? Because <laughs> if you are, they should probably cancel you. Well, that's probably true, but it's Thanksgiving week, so there's, there's openings for people who necessarily wouldn't uh, have them otherwise. A little too much eggnog, apple cider, whatever it is? Well, maybe after. Okay. All right, back to the phone lines. Chris from New York. Is this the same Chris from New York or a new Chris from New York? No, no, this is the, this is the better Chris from New York. Okay. <laughs> What's up, Chris? Uh, first off, the Cowboys suck. Thank you. Uh, Quick, favorite, uh, favorite thing you ate today? Favorite thing I ate today, actually, uh, my apple pie. I love this thing. Okay, apple pie. solid, solid. All right, now to the rest of your call. Uh, I mean, since you know, I haven't been able to call much, I want to just say all the people that blasted Chip Kelly when he kept these guys that were like, oh, these guys aren't that good. They're just good special teams players. Well, our special teams is the reason we're 8 and 3. So I want to give kudos to Chip Kelly for picking special teams players. Absolutely. That's fair. Listen. They made, a, they made a, a concerted effort in the offseason to bring in uh, players to improve the special yep. teams, and the Eagles have had the best special teams in the league this season. There's, there's really no question no about question that. No question about it. All right. Yeah, and I just think a lot of people blasted him to begin. I want to say kudos to him. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Ike. Happy Thanksgiving to Bo. The Wolf's Den is actually uh, one of my favorite things nowadays. No, thank you. I hate to admit it. Well, uh, but. Why would you hate to admit that? Because he's mm-hmm. a reasonable thinking man. Yeah, well... Even reasonable thinking people can enjoy the Wolfson. <laughs> you'll, see, you'll get to see it tomorrow on, on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Have a happy Thanksgiving. And once again, the Cowboys talk. All right. Thank you very much, Chris. All right. We'll take, uh, we'll take a little break here on the postgame show presented by Rico on the other side, taking more of your phone calls, 215-320-5170. When you call, be ready to tell us what the best thing you ate today was. And, of course, we're also going to hear from some Eagles after the victory, the 33-10 to domination of the Cowboys, Fletcher Cox and Trent Cole on the way. Bo Wolf and Greg Cosell back on the postgame show presented by Rico, and now we send it down to Florida. Jared is on the line. Jared, tell us, best thing you ate today. Hey, um, oh, actually, the best thing I had today was pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin pie. Me solid, too. very solid. All right, now, now, now what you really called for. Okay, well, actually, to tell you the truth, I saw Jerry Jones, and he was giving out the gobbler. And, uh, you know, Jerry Jones, I like him. He's a good owner, and he's all for his players. But uh, you don't see Jeff Lurie a lot, and I think Jeff Lurie is one of the best owners in the league. Amen. And I don't know why we don't get more – he doesn't get more credit for that, you know. He's been an owner for a while. The Eagles are always competitive since he's owned them. And, uh, you know, I mean, we always have a good coach. We have good assistant coaches. We have a great organization. And, you know, a lot of the other owners like uh, Jerry Jones, you know, you hear about them all the time, but you don't hear too much about Jeff Lurie. Well, thank you for the call, Jared. We are going to clip that out and put it on the front page of the homepage on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. But it's true. Jeffrey Lurie, you know, a good good leader stays behind the scenes and lets, uh, lets the people who are supposed to do their jobs, do their jobs. Well, I think that Jeffrey Lurie probably does not feel as if he's a football expert. Well, there you go. He's not the GM, so. All right, we send it down to Arlington now. Trent Cole on the line. Trent Cole loves playing the Cowboys, and what a Thanksgiving it was for him. Eagles-Cowboys, how special was this win tonight? Uh, very special. You know, um, you know it's, been, it's been a long road, man, and uh, 
teams stay together. We've always fought to the end, and like I said, it's just it's just a great overall win. You know, Thanksgiving plus going into this little break we got, and you know now let's get our get our heads focused on to the CLC Hawks. You know, back in the link. I mean, it's gonna be it can't be no better place to. To, you know, just go out here and finish and finish this journey. Why were you guys able to have such success against a Marco Merle early in the game? Um, everybody doing their jobs, holding their gaps, containment. I mean, guys were playing. Uh, it was just we, we did what we were supposed to do. You know, we went out there, executed uh, on our plays, and uh, you know, like guy with him, they they want to get uh, the Marco Murray out into the you know, get him around on the edges and get him out, and we just kept him contained. And you know, he we knew he's going with that C and B gap and. Uh, you know, we just you know got after it. They went away from the stretch runs that they've been so successful with. Did you notice that throughout the course of the game that they stopped going to it? Uh, kind of noticed it, but you know what I'm saying they they wanted to get to the edges, but they you know everybody was we was holding the edges and everybody was we was turning him in, and that's what we want to do because you know we got guys inside, um, Fletcher Cox, uh, you know Benny Logan, uh, Cedric Thornton, and uh, Vinny, all them guys, and and Bo. And um, Brian Blair, I mean, them guys are just uh, our D line is great, you know, down there. You know, they they work hard, you know, in, in practice and uh, and it shows. You know, the guys, you know, ask, you know, he he, he works us to deck. You know, we work out, we, we practice with them, you know, in the beginning of the practice and when uh, uh, you know it all pays off. You know what we do in in, in, the, in the days we got leading up to the game, it shows on the field. Fletcher and Benny talked this week about how they felt disrespected by the national media and the Cowboys' offensive line is getting all this attention. What kind of statement do you think they made tonight with their performances? Hey, it's no better better place to be the underdog, you know. Um, they were fueled. Them guys coming in the game, them guys were pretty fueled. So next time, if anybody uh, wants to say something, you know, wants to say something about our, our D-line and about their line, you know, like I said, be smart about it because you're going to feel them guys. And them guys, when they're motivated and got, you know, they got some motivation, hey, this is extra motivation on top of wanting to go in there and win. So like I said, just be smart about how you – what you say to this team. Well, of course, Eagles Nation extends throughout the globe, and so now we have a call from Hawaii. It's Becky Joe on the line. Becky Joe, have you even had your Thanksgiving feast yet? Is it is it too early? Oh, no. Turkey and pumpkin pie, my favorite. All right, beautiful, beautiful. Very jealous. I, what did you think of the okay. game? Okay, so I love the Eagles. They dominated, and as a team, they are awesome. I have two sons. One's a Cowboys fan, and Boo. he assured me that nobody beats the Cowboys on Bird Day. And I said, records will be broken by the Eagles. And you it were was right. awesome. And I got to tell you, hey, I haven't heard a, a girl call. And LaShawn McCoy's jacket, I love it. Do you? White on white, very classy. And I, I liked it, too. Yes. I just don't think I can pull it off. Well, it, who cares? It looks good. <laughs> I well, think you could pull it off. I appreciate that, Becky Joe. Thank you very much. And thank you yes, for the phone and call. And, and I, love the, I love the Eagles. And, hey, to the defensive line, Barwin, I love that guy. All of them, they just go together as a team. That's the part that I love about him. Becky Joe, you must be here producing with us because thank you for the call and, and happy Thanksgiving to you. But now it's time to transition to that defensive line. What a game for Fletcher Cox. We'll talk about him in a second, Greg, we after we hear from him down in Arlington. But he has been outstanding all season long, should be headed to the Pro Bowl. Let's hear from Fletcher Cox, who walked the walk after talking the talk. This Fletch, you're tired, but how does it feel demolishing the Cowboys 33-10? Man, it feels great, man. We knew coming in this game that we were playing a real good you know, Dallas Cowboys team. And uh, we knew it was going to start up front with the D-line. And I think we set the tone earlier. 
played off the offense. You know, they went down first drive, scored. It was fun, you know. But the world watched this game, a lot of it. Do you think they learned something about your, your front three? Well, I think they learned a lot. I mean, we played Dallas in two weeks, and um, I'm excited. I'm excited to play them again. Mm-hmm. Do you think they'll be talking about the Eagles' front three instead of Dallas's front five in <laughs> two weeks? I mean, you never know. Uh, we're just going to stay humble about it, have that quiet confidence like we had all season, mm-hmm. and uh, just get ready to play. Uh, but first, we got to play. Uh, we got to play. Yeah, we got to play Seattle next, next week. Why did you guys, I mean, you guys are a quiet group. Why did you guys this last few days going into this game speak up about it? I mean, sometimes you get fed up. Eagles-Cowboys, how special was this win tonight? Uh, very special. You know, um, you know, it's been it's been a long road, man, and uh, teams stay together. We bought Fletch. You guys are a quiet group. Why did you guys this last few days going into this game speak up about it? I mean, sometimes you get fed up with some type of stuff, you know, and I'm probably one of the most quiet person in the room. Uh-huh. I, mean, I never talk a lot of smack about no no team because I know we're in the NFL and everybody's good. Uh-huh. So I mean, just at a point this week where some guys probably got tired of hearing about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I spoke up and I, I speak for myself. I spoke up and I, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I said um, we didn't get the credit that we deserve. Mm-hmm. But you know, we had to go out and put it on tape. So that was the greatest thing about it. it we went do, out and put it on tape. In doing that, you guys put your neck out a little bit on the line. I mean, don't you think? Yeah, I think everybody played great, man. The whole defense, collectively, offense, special teams did a great job. And uh, just want to um, enjoy our days off and get ready to go on Tuesday. Could you sense any frustration on, on either Murray's part or the offensive line part as you guys were getting out of early? Well, I mean, you could tell that um, later in the game that uh, Tony was just laying down. Um, um, I think he was kind of hurting a little bit. But um, we got after him. We knew in the last two weeks that he really never been hit a whole lot. And coming into the game that, that we had to get out after him. Um, hit him early, hit him often, as I said earlier in the week. Was this your best game as an Eagle? I would say it was one of my best games. Um, but that come off um, guys during their job, like Trent setting the edge and Connor setting the edge and Benny stuff in the middle. It's not just me. It's, it's the guys around me that did their job. And, you know, it kind of made it easy for me. Well, Greg, all week this Eagles defensive yeah. line taking umbrage at the coverage and, and praise heaped upon the Cowboys offensive line. They felt that they were disrespected. They certainly played the better of the two they today. What did you think of, of Fletcher Cox's performance really on the season and also uh, this group as a whole? I think Fletcher Cox has just gotten better and better and better as the season has progressed. You know, a lot of people might say, I'm sure Bill Davis would say the same thing, that he'd even be better if he was a three technique and a four three. But he's, he's really played in this three four defense exceptionally well. He's gotten really good as a run defender. He really is able to stack and shed blocks, which we saw numerous times today. And I think I've told you before, I think this, this three-man D-line with Thornton and Benny Logan, for the most part this season, has played at a really high level. And, and I don't think you can uh, say enough about Michael Kendricks now that he's back, because I think Michael Kendricks has a chance. He won't, it won't be this year, but I think Michael Kendricks has a chance to be an all-pro player. He has that kind of dynamic physical skill set. Well, there you go. Good stuff from uh, from Greg Cosell. And now we bring in our final call of the day on the post game show presented by Rico. Thanksgiving. The we top it off with Tony from California. How are you, Tony? How's it going, guys? Hey, Tony. Best thing you ate? Dallas, Dallas sucks. Um, I had some turkey sandwiches today. <laughs> <laughs> just sandwich. That's it. <laughs> All right, we'll um, take it. I was just uh, wondering if. Uh, if that uh, 1985 Eddie Murphy was going to ask McCoy for his jacket back. Okay, good. That's a good line, too. It is. I Not like bad. That. What, you got one more? Uh, let me see. No, I'm going to have to leave that to you. Okay, solid. What do you think about uh, 
heading into the final four games of the season atop the NFC East? I think we look good. I'm, I'm worried about the red zone a little bit. I think we need to spread the field a little bit. Um, you know, those, those dump passes at the Sproulsies out in the flats seem to, you know, be unstoppable. I wish they would get a little bit more towards that. They seem to just dive up the middle every time. I think that's, uh, I think that's reasonable, Tony, and we, and we thank you for the call. Uh, you know, Darren Sproles and LaShawn McCoy, really, for that matter, both seem to uh, beat guys almost 90% of the time one-on-one in the open field. Obviously, those are matchups you'd like to create if you can, but... The, the and they're t- I'm not saying that it's not worth trying it at times in the red zone, but the red zone's tighter. Yes. There's not quite as much open field. The defense gets there quicker. And you see the Eagles have a one-game lead here, but because they have such a better record within the division and they've already beaten the sure. Cowboys head-to-head, it's really sort of a two-game lead on that division. So the Eagles in very good shape heading into the final four games in terms of winning Very the excited about the next game against Seattle. I'm, I'm excited too. And, and, and what makes you so excited about this game? Because it's such an interesting clash of styles? Yes, because I think Seattle's defense, when they play at their best, which hasn't been the case as much this year. Last year they were an historic defense in terms of the numbers they put up. Sure. But it's a defense at its best that's very, very difficult to play against. And at its best, it's not a complex defense. So, so this tempo, I'm not saying the tempo won't bother them. It bothers everybody to a certain degree. But they're not a defense that does 15 different things. They're not that multiple. They truly do line up and play. They just do it really, really well with great speed and discipline. So I'm fascinated just from a tactical standpoint as a football guy with the Eagles' speed tempo offense against the Seahawks' fast physical defense. Should be a very interesting week and a very interesting game next Sunday at Lincoln Financial Field. Of course, we will get you ready throughout the week on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. We'll have more coverage of this victory over the Cowboys throughout the weekend. Don't miss the Wolf's Den tomorrow. Greg, what are you most thankful for? Well, I'm supp- aren't I supposed to be most thankful for Fran Duffy? Well, as we all are. As we all are. Yes. Aside from Fran. Oh, aside that we both, from Fran. That we both uh, Boy, then, worked orange into our wardrobes. Then I have to give that a lot of thought. No, I'm just... <laughs> well, you know, when you're, when you're married as long as I am and you have two kids, two great kids who are getting older, you know, you look back on a lot of really good years. You always wish you could have them back, but you're really thankful that you had them and that there's hopefully many more to come. That was very sweet. Very touching. Shout out to the Cosell family. There you go. Thanks for letting us spend some time with Greg on this Thanksgiving. We know, we know that they uh, probably wanted you there. They Maybe. did, but, you know, I told them I'd much rather be with you. That's, well, that is the truth, that's for sure. We thank you for watching on the Post Game Show presented by Rico. I'm thankful for my family as well. Shout out to all of them. And we will keep you updated throughout the week here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Lots of coverage coming. We will see you next Sunday.